Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Hello, everyone. My name is Alicia Maxwell, and I will be your host again. Today's devotion is titled A Place of Hope, and the verse is found in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 29 through 30. It says, Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. It's a beautiful verse and a beautiful reminder of how much God loves us and how much he loves his bride, his church. So before we get into the hope that this devotion talks about, I want to remind you that our ultimate hope is in our salvation in that we will spend eternity with Jesus Christ. That is the hope I want all of us to hold on to every single day. But today, I want to focus a little bit more on how the devotional tells us that we can have hope right here on earth, even amongst the challenges we see every day. And I don't need to go into the details of the sadness we see on the news, in broken relationships, and so on. Uh, The hard part for me, and I'm sure it is for you as well, is we see this all the time, but it's hard when we see some of these same things happening inside the church. And I'm going to tell you my personal experience and struggle with it and how the Lord revealed something so beautiful in the middle of some hard relational issues. And I truly hope that this encourages you and challenges you to begin implementing some of these changes amongst your church family or your life group or your friend group. Um, So I attend Mariner's Church in Tustin. And I have just grown to love the small church so much. Um, We all know each other. We've built a bond like a family, like a church family. But of course, with the small church, we work really close together and we're together more often. And we really rely on each other for a lot of things. And needless to say, there has inevitably inevitably been conflict. And let's just say I, I quickly realized that I personally had a somewhat unhealthy way of dealing with conflict. Um, If I had it my way, I would just completely steer clear of of a person that I had a conflict with. Um, But let me just tell you, that is not easy at a small church. And based on my past experiences and relationships, if I had a disagreement with someone or any type of conflict, that person may very well cut me off, cut me out of their life or walk away Um, I've had those experiences. So you can imagine my fear. I have this great little church family. And um, I don't I don't obviously don't want to do anything that's going to mess that up. So thankfully, um, our pastor at Mariner's Tustin, Pastor Jorge, uh, he has always challenged us challenged our team challenged me personally, um, to look to God's word and handle every situation biblically. And it took some practice. I didn't always do it well, but uh, that fruit came and it was so worth it. I got to see as I would lean in um, to to relationships and to difficulties, I got to see forgiveness. I got to see reconciliation. I got to experience peace and joy on our team. Uh, It was beautiful. It was so beautiful to see. Um, But when the Holy Spirit is invited into a situation, and Jesus is modeled, and God's truth is honored. There is hope, and, and it's 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 really an amazing um, thing to witness. 
Now, if you know me, you know I quote James 1 and John 17 a lot. And today you get John. John 17, 23, Jesus is praying to God the Father. And he says, may they, meaning the church, experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. It's saying that our unity and love for each other will tell the world that God sent his son here and that he loves us. Our unity as brothers and sisters in Christ, that is what's going to entice the world. It, it's it's so simple, so challenging, um, but it's 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 so clear. His word is so clear. And the truth is a lot of people haven't been taught this kind of love that pure, unconditional love of Jesus. Just think about 1 Corinthians chapter 13. What is love? It's patient, kind, not jealous, not boastful, proud, or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. It never gives up, never loses faith, always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Now, I can be kind. <laughs> I can I cannot be rude to people. But some of these things, it is hard. And um, one in particular is not keeping records of wrong. And I think that's really what I where I saw the breakthrough in our church of when you know, you maybe you do get your feelings hurt or something um, difficult happens. And to be able to just say, like, give the person the benefit of the doubt um, to to maybe have a conversation, but to move on and not remember that to actually forgive and move on and, and not be be keeping record of that wrong that they did um, to give second chance because we've all been given that second chance um, through Jesus. Um, but but how many of you can honestly say you've experienced this kind of love in your life? It, it hasn't always happened. Um, or maybe have you gotten to that point in your spiritual journey that you can love like this? So going back to Ephesians, And there are several verses throughout Ephesians that are telling us to be careful how we live. Verse 25 reminds us that Christ gave up his life for the church to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present his church, us, to himself as a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. The church will be holy and without fault. But again, Earlier, he tells us, like I said, to be careful how we live. Why does he have to tell us to be careful? Because he knows that we need this reminder over and over again. We will naturally default to our own sinful nature. When our feelings get hurt, when we want to defend ourselves, or um, if we get angry with someone, or when or when some people walk away, um, walk away from a friendship, walk away from a group, they walk away from the church. We've we've seen this happen many times. And Ephesians chapter four talks about unity in the body. And verse two says, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in spirit, binding yourself together with peace. And there is one body, one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. It's it's so clear. It's It gives us such clear direction. Um, and yet it can be challenging. So as always, I have a couple challenges for us, myself included. <laughs> First, 
acknowledge that there are some people in your life or people that will come across your path who have never been taught how to truly love others. When I did this, the Lord started to give me compassion for people and reminded me that most people don't know any better. I didn't know any better. They were never taught what true love and unity looks like and how to handle difficult situations. The second thing is confess. Confess if you haven't always done it well. This could be a beautiful moment before the Lord with that humble posture that he desires so much from us. And the third is search God's word for direction. Um, It's so clear on how to handle conflict if we just open up the word, look for it, seek his guidance. Uh, Matthew 18 tells us that if someone sins against us to go to them. And so many times we go to someone else first and complain about the person without ever even having a conversation with that person first. Um, And they might not even realize that they did something wrong and you're going and talking to other people about it uh, without even giving them the opportunity to make it right. And I'll tell you, sometimes I go to Matthew 18 and as I start to read it, I realize, ah, I, I actually wasn't sinned against. I think my feelings are just hurt. And again, in that humble posture, in that safe place I have with the Lord, I can ask him to heal those insecurities. Um, I was just reading Psalms 25 the other day and it says, he guides the humble and to the humble, he teaches his way. Coming before the Lord, it, it brings us to a humble posture. It's where he wants us. And then in that place, he can lead us on where he wants us to go. And he can change our heart. He can literally um, take away the anger we have or, or show us our part in it. Um, and then as I was reading in Ephesians 4, making allowance for others' faults, even just giving them compassion, God's word does that. It gives us precise instruction on how to love well in the church. If we follow it, we will have the hope of peace We'll have the hope of reconciliation, hope of unity, and hope in a broken world full of lost people. We can be that hope. The church can be that hope. So I hope this encouraged you today, and I hope that we can all start applying some of these things to look um, just a little bit more like Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you and just thank you again for your word, your truth. Thank you, Lord, for your conviction. Thank you that we can read your word and we can see our faults and we can see how good you are. And you are so forgiving and you're so patient with us, Lord. Um, And we thank you that um, we have this opportunity to be the church and to be a light in this dark world. Use us, Lord. Use us to shine brightly, to represent your bride, your church well and to be the community for each other that this world so desperately desires. We praise you. We love you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.